How you doing, everybody? Welcome back to Christians Tonight Ministry. My name is Travis, and today we are finishing our mini Matthew series. We will con therefore con finally finish our whole chapter of Matthew. Um, so let's get right into it again. Some explanation, and we're going to continue from there. All right, here we go. Matthew twenty-eight, verse one. In the end of the Sabbath, as it, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulchre. Can we just recently recite it was sepulchre? All right. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment was white as snow. And fear for him the keepers did shake, and became a dead man. And the angel answered and said unto the woman, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. And said, Come, see the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly, and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, that he goeth before you in Galilee. There shall ye see him. Lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulchre. I don't know. I don't know why I'm having trouble with that word. With fear and great joy, and did run to bring his disciples word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, All hail. And they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. Then said Jesus unto them, Be not afraid. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee, and shall and there shall they see me. Now when they were going, behold, some of the watch came into the city, and chewed upon the chief of priests, chief priests, all the time all the things that were done. And when they were assembled with the elders and took had taken counsel, they gave large money unto the soldiers saying, Say ye, his disciples came by night, and stole him away while he slept. And if this come to the governor's ears, we will persuade him and secure you. So they took the money and did as they were taught, and saying it is commonly reported among the Jews until this day. Then the eleven disciples went away in Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the world end of the world. Amen. And that was... That was tough. Like you're a think, you know, I'm just you're picturing in my head. Like you know, you see Jesus all your, all your life so far, like all this whole time, and he died, and now you're watching him walk toward you, talking to you, and like you know, that's like, it, it's it's kind of it's a very exciting and happy, but also somewhat of a sad. It's like, are we gonna see you again, Jesus? Are you gonna come visit us? Like you know, I don't know. I just as, as a disciple of Jesus Christ in my time, I can imagine it's very emotional because they, they're used to having the physical body of Jesus Christ with them so um, that's kind of interesting so after the darkness and the agony of the previous chapter 28 is filled with life and worship and dismay and, and, and we see it's crazy 
at the end. But this, oh my goodness. And it also sets the stage for the birth of the church and the mission to follow. Jesus had died on the cross. It was buried before sundown in the tomb of Judas, Joseph of Arimathea. The chief priests and elders received permission from Pontius to, to post a guard of Roman soldiers on the tomb to keep the body from being stolen. And they did not want Jesus' followers to be able to claim that he has been resurrected. They didn't want this to continue. They wanted it to be done, and they wanted to be over with. That's not what happened. Before dawn on Sunday, an amazing scene unfolds at the tomb. Accompanied by an earthquake, a mighty angel of the Lord descends from the heaven right before the guards, before the soldiers. And he looks at like lightning dressed in white. He breaks the seal of the tomb and rolls back the large stone and sits on it. The gods shake in fear, and then they faint. Uh, two women named Mary, faithful followers of Jesus, arrive on the scene around sunrise to find the angel present and the guards apparently unconscious on the ground. And the angel shows them that Jesus is not there and tells them Jesus, who was crucified, is risen. And he's given them a specific message that was given to them back to the disciples and tells them that Jesus is raised from the dead that he is going before them to Galilee. There they will see Jesus. And the women quickly leave to do so, as the angel said. But they step along the way by Jesus himself. They fall on the ground and they're worshiping him. They recognize who he is. And as the angels did, Jesus tells them not to be afraid. And they continue to go tell them to go to Galilee. Let's go. And meanwhile, the, the temple guards who have fainted to regain consciousness. And some of them go and report to the chief what had happened. And the chief priest is like, well, we cannot have this story going out. You know, we need this. So they paid them to um, to say that they fell asleep on duty and someone came and stole the body away. And they promised to keep Pilate from executing him for falling asleep on the job. He's like, okay, well, we're going to pretend uh, this didn't happen, right? We're just going to, we'll come to your story. We'll come to back you up. And right from the moment of the truth of Jesus' resurrection began to spread, the lie that he remains dead is being distributed. And both stories continue to be told to leave today. And that's um, important to know. Um, that there is people who believe in that and we call them Jewish. Call them the Jewish people. They continue to believe that he is dead, he's not a Messiah, they believe he's more of a, a rabbi or a prophet really, they don't see him more as a savior, and he lets, God lets the story continue, like the, he lets them, like both stories exist because it's all based off what do you believe, do you choose to believe A or B and Matthew does skip over the appearance made by Jesus ascribed by the other gospel readers. He jumps straight to Jesus' meeting with the eleven remaining disciples on the mountain in Galilee. And Jesus tells them that he is using his authority given to him by God the Father to send them on their lifelong mission. And the Great Commission, God, Jesus commands his disciples to make more disciples of him. And this cooperative mentoring personal expansion of his kingdom is a primary mission of his followers. They must baptize these new followers and teach them to obey everything he has told them to do. And Matthew ends with Jesus' promise to be with the disciples always into and through eternity. And, and that's extremely important. It's like he is using, like, you know, he's like, God has sent me 
God has sent me to tell you. Yes, you got to go out and spread, continue to spread the word. Get me more followers, because you know He wants everybody. He wants as many people as as they as who will make it to heaven and share His His place with them. And they must baptize these new followers and teach them to obey everything He has told them to do. And and he's promising us one very big promise. He says, I will be with you. I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. So I am always going to be with you. And he is. He's here with us. He's here with us right now. Just because we physically can't see the Lord Jesus Christ does not mean he's not with us. That is something we need to always keep in our mind. Especially when we're going through times of struggle, and times of challenge, and times of fear. It's just to give it to the Lord Jesus Christ. Let him take over. And I'm very excited that we finished Matthew 20. Uh, Matthew. Um, I know we didn't really go over 1, 2, 3, and 4, but uh, we kind of did go over 4 before. But um, I feel like we, the Sermon Amount is a good place to start. And next, remember, we're going to be going through Daniel 8 through 11. Um, so that's going to be starting uh, tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to be doing Daniel, uh, not uh, tomorrow or Monday, um, going over the uh, Daniel 8 through 11. That's going to get us into a very tough chapter of Revelation. Now, when it comes to Revelation, I do want to say, when it comes to Revelation, it's going to be tough. It's a very complex chapter to understand, and it's going to take time. It's probably, I'm not going to be able to post it every single day because I'm going to have to do a lot of studying myself because uh, there's a lot of references that play into Revelation I'm going to have to bring up. So it's going to be, um, it's not going to be like, I mean, already I, was, I already missed a few days, quite a few days doing this chapter, but just expect that I'm going to try to post something every day. But just know, once I start the Revelation series, it's gonna be, um, it's gonna take a little time to post everything. It's a lot of information, but they are gonna be longer episodes when I do. They're gonna be longer, so at least it gives you some time to listen to them. Um, but we're finished with Matthew. Um, I do also want, you know, there is four different Gospels. There's Matthew, Luke, Mark, and what's the fourth one? John. Uh, we're gonna, and they all give you different accounts of what happened. And it's basically, it's nothing contradicting. It's just different people's perspective on it. And some give you more information than others. Because you got to remember, Matthew wasn't always with them. You know what I'm saying? So how can Matthew write what he doesn't if he wasn't there? So, you know, they give you some details that wasn't in Matthew. And they might have some things that Matthew included they didn't include. So... I, I implore you, I'm sure we'll do more in the future, um, to read these chapters, get, see the differences. I feel like Matthew was a good, I think he's like the simplest way, like a, the easiest way to start reading the Bible. For anybody who's new to reading the Bible, Matthew was a great way to learn, get understanding, get a picture. Because now when you go to Luke, John, and Mark, you understand more like, you know, you can really remember, well, in Matthew, he, this was done this way but he didn't add like he, he didn't add what with Thomas um, Thomas wanted to see his hands when he came in and 
He said, blessed is those who believe who don't see. And he showed Thomas his hands, but he's saying he didn't need to see the sign that when he came back, of course, when he came back after the crucifixion and he saw the 11 disciples, Thomas wanted to see the evidence. And um, Jesus said, blessed is those who believe without seeing. So there is some pieces that weren't included, but it doesn't mean that Matthew's not a good chapter. I think Matthew's a great chapter to start. And so um, anytime we do preach the word and we do get anybody into the Bible, I always I would recommend you tell them, listen, start at Matthew. You know, I would tell them, open up to chapter uh, to verse five. That's where Jesus first teaching, uh, or even at chapter four. That's where they were. Um, he's being tempted by the devil, if you can remember that. Um, so start by chapter four and read on. You know, chapter one gives you where the, the um, it gives you the order of where Jesus came in, and you can go into chapter one. It t teaches about what Matthew, like uh, Joseph being warned in a dream and how he left Egypt uh, left Egypt or he left into Egypt uh, honestly I don't quite remember I gotta go back into it myself so I gotta educate myself as well but um, for as for teachings and learnings I think chapter 4 is a good place to start um, I really want to thank every single one of you guys and every single listener viewer reader um, everything you guys do um, I would thank you for um, staying tuned and staying up to date with this podcast if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns you can always email me at christiansunitedministry at gmail.com my name is Travis and this is, this is Christians United Ministry God be with you